everybody and welcome back to the Abundant Journey podcast. We're so glad you could join us today. As always, I'm your host, Nick James, along with my co-captain, Nick Offenkamp. Nick, how are you? Co-captain, I like it. (laughs) We're upgrading in the world. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know the first thing about uh, operating a boat or sailing, but (laughs) I'll roll with it. I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, it's April, and that means spring is in the air finally, but when you look outside in the Pacific Northwest, you would not know it right now with the torrential downpours we are I getting. I was going to say, is it though? Is spring really in the air? Because I've yet to feel it. The only evidence so far that I've seen of spring is the cherry blossoms. I agree with that. And yesterday the sun made an appearance for about 10 minutes and it was so bright. I squinted with my eyes while driving and I was like, what is that bright thing in the sky? <laughs> right. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. No, I, uh, yeah, it, this is the time where uh, it's kind of brutal being in the Pacific Northwest. Yep. And, um, you know, come June, July, we'll be grateful for all of this That's rain exactly because right. it'll still be a green and stunningly beautiful place, one of the most beautiful places on earth. But you got to suffer through the uh, April, even early May, typically, of just unbelievable copious amounts of water falling from the sky. (laughs) That is true. Well, wherever you are uh, listening in today, we're super glad you would join us. Hopefully you're not uh, in torrential downpours or worse weather. But uh, again, thanks for jumping in. We got a great episode today. We are doing another famous recap. Uh, There are certain episodes that just make its mark on what we're trying to do. Uh, We love to pull the nuggets and the wisdom from these business owners or successful entrepreneurs and and just spend a little bit bit of time dialoguing about what we learn from them. So we're recapping Joel Anderson's episode. Uh, Nick, why don't you give us just a brief summary from uh, the episode and, and... yeah, that that I'll give that responsibility to you. <laughs> yeah, keyword of brief, oh, man. Um, we titled that episode uh, uh, "Profits with a Purpose," and that was uh, there were so many wonderful things that that Joel hit on that we'll unpack. But um, for those who haven't had the opportunity to listen yet. One, won't be offended at all if you pause this right now and go back and listen to that episode. But if you just want a a quick summary, um, Joel Anderson is the president of Anderson Construction. They are one of, if not the largest um, contractor construction company in Portland. They also have offices in Seattle, Boise, and I think in uh, Northern California as well. They've got an operation down there. Um, Joel is uh, the third of his family in line to, to, to take it over. It was his grandfather that started the company. Um, his dad then was the president. And, uh, just in the last five years or so, um, he, he took it over as, uh, as the leader. Um, he's grown it to being over a billion dollar a year business, which is massive. Mm -hmm. They build, uh, incredible buildings. Um, but what was so cool talking with Joel is uh, just the uh, the imagination that he brings to the industry. So we'll talk about some of that, um, as well as uh, the, the, what he gets excited about is is not just the the numbers, um, the billion dollars a year, um, but the opportunities that that. Uh, 
revenue affords for them to be able to generously give and how much giving is just part of his DNA and how much it's just been part of his whole family's DNA. Yeah. So, um, yeah, excited to, to dive in. Anything that you would add to that summary? Yeah, I would. And I, I love the recap, you know, a little bit more on the backstory of them. And I think I've said it before, but, but just to emphasize his, I was introduced to his dad who ran the company before him when I was very early in my education of entrepreneurship, uh, investment, real estate, because not only do they build construction, but they have also done quite a few investment real estate projects for their own family, whether that is industrial or um, multifamily real estate. And so I had a chance to sit down with his dad long before ever meeting Joel. And I think one of the one of the things of why this family is near and dear to my heart is they were very early in the foundation of building Abundant Journey and the vision casting for what we want to do, and that is that concept of radical generosity. And so, you know, as I sat down with so many different investors or successful entrepreneurs who had built massive real estate portfolios for themselves and their families, I just realized very quickly that these guys do it differently. Mm. And they're a rare gem in business and they're a rare gem in how they orient their family and their lives and their giving and and the ways they focus on their employees and not that other people don't do it well but I there was just something special about those guys and so every time I sit down with them I learn some incredible things but I just uh, want to just give a, a big thanks again to Joel for for taking the time because those are the kind of people that we want to model life after and business after and uh, just just incredible people. No doubt. It was uh, it was a cool experience sitting in uh, his office with him and uh, just feeling like, I don't think I belong here. <laughs> you know, like this, is, uh, this guy has uh, achieved uh, unbelievable um, success and uh, has uh, you know, a million different demands on his time. Um, crazy list of priorities and running a company as big as Anderson. Yeah. And so, yeah, for him to carve out the time to, to sit down and, and share with us and share with our listeners um, really does, I think, speak to both his yeah. humility and, and uh, generosity. Yeah. So it was, it was great. And um, he's, <laughs> as you said too, we did a little uh, intro to the, the episode um, because basically we got the mic set up and, uh, I mean, he was rolling. Yeah, yep. uh, you didn't take much to to get him going. And um, the the first thing that he was really talking about was bringing imagination to the construction industry, which is something that sort of has the reputation of being pretty archaic. Um, yep. I mean, while there's a lot of innovation in terms of building science and uh, and the kind of um, buildings that are being constructed. Uh, when it comes to the actual labor, um, you don't really look at construction as like the, the leading edge of workplace culture, if sure. you will. Yeah. Um, so what were some of the things that stood out to you about that and maybe some takeaways for our, our listeners? Well, I think what was interesting, and again, you know, as, as a banker, I get to sit down with folks like him just 
in all different industries across the board. And there's some similar threads for businesses to be successful. And one of them, I would say, is being very customer, or not customer, but but employee focused. Mm. And, you know, I, I sat down with another company about a week ago, and he said when COVID hit and everybody started laying off employees, we said to ourselves, what do we need to do to keep everybody on payroll, keep their their that part of their employees' lives safe and secure? And now fast forward a year and a half, they're not having the same types of issues with staffing that a lot of companies are faced with. So again, a, a successful blueprint is being very employee focused. And I, I think Joel hit on the fact that a lot of times in the construction industry, and I'm not speaking from experience, but he is. And a lot of times people in the construction industry, these folks, you know, those laborers are, are just counted as kind of bottom of the, the totem pole in, in terms of their needs. And what do we need to do to make sure that, that those people are taken care of? But really, they kind of flipped the script on that. And they said, hey, we're going to be extremely employee focused. And I love that. And I think that's just an awesome principle for any business owner or entrepreneur. You have to take care of the people that work for you and work with you. And that's been something that they've been focused on for years. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll add to that, that, um, it really impressed me how he, uh, he saw that, okay, this five day work week of 40 plus hours for our construction workers is not um, serving them in the long run. Like it's creating all kinds of health issues, which uh, then leads to much more severe issues. I mean, he mentioned it's a sad statistic, but that suicide is highest among construction workers. And so obviously it's not employee focused. That's not good for the employees. Also not good for Anderson. And so he was able to come back to that problem with the imaginative solution of, well, what if we go to a four day work week? Really interesting how um, everybody who he shared that with in the industry said, yeah, that'll that'll never work. That's just not how construction is. And his willingness to um, to face the the odds, the challenge and say, well, we're going to we're going to experiment with this. We're going to move to a a four day work week and uh, and see how it goes. And um, I I really appreciate that kind of boldness to uh, see what the right thing to do is for his people and for his company even in the face of people saying, yeah, it's never been done, it's not going to work, to say, well, you know what, we're going to try it because it's the right thing and because if it does work, you know, what a... uh, what an awesome solution to the the problem that they're feeling is. And I think that that um, speaks to the, the entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. within Joel and is something that, um, that you and I and every one of our listeners should take away as well. Of, um, so much of entrepreneurship is being able to uh, creatively problem solve. And I know that we, we talk about risk a lot on this show and usually we kind of think about that as being like financial risk or, or we've often framed it like in the Carrie and Bonnie episode as risk of leaving the comfortable corporate job. But um, what about, you know, for Joel, like there's a big risk just in uh, kind of messing with the recipe, if yeah. you will. You know, like yep. what they've been doing for so many years has worked, but here he is, he's going to 
iterate and change the recipe because he thinks, yeah, even though it's been working, we could do, we could do better. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely love that. And I think there's this fine balance in business between what he said of thinking imaginatively, but also not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. And so there's kind of this tension there where, you know, there's a, there is a recipe that leads to success. And I think a lot of times when you're just getting started as an entrepreneur, you want to reinvent the wheel and that doesn't work. But we're talking about something different here in Joel's situation where the only way forward is to be adaptable and to be agile and to be willing to change. And man, I saw that over and over and over again during COVID when the government shut businesses down because in the early stages of the pandemic, businesses who were able to be adaptable and had agility and made changes to who they sold to, how they sold, what they were doing, how they were getting their products out. Those people survived and thrived. And I think Joel just speaks to that. Again, that that wasn't, his focus was more on his people and taking care of the people. But at the same time, uh, I, I just think that you have to have that as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's also move into what he was sharing about um, profits with a purpose and radical generosity. Um, he shared this scene from a movie that was really impactful for him. I think it was Wall Street 2, and um, the way that he talks about it is phenomenal. I won't totally you know, uh, <laughs> uh, re- rehash that. But um, essentially, the, the there's two investment bankers, um, and a younger investment banker asks a, a senior investment banker, you know, what's your number? Uh, how much money do you need before you would just walk away from, from everything? And... Um, the guy's response was simply more, yeah, more money, yep. which speaks to just the uh, the bottomless pit that there is when all you're chasing is that paper, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and so Joel really recognized that that um, okay, just being profitable is not very satisfying, and you can keep adding, you know, to the margins, keep amassing more and more wealth, but if there isn't some sort of greater outlet or purpose for it, you're just, you're never going to be happy, and um, that's clearly in his DNA, and something that um, didn't just start with him, that he's picked up from from his dad and even his, his grandfather, um, and then he had some really amazing stories of not just uh, where he talks about being generous or having purpose, but actually is living it out. So what were some of the things that impressed you? And um, more than that, some of the, uh, the actionable items for our listeners. I mean, I, I, I simply love that. And, you know, you and I talk a lot about that in the business world. And we've run up against folks who are continuing to chase that. And man, I, I just think you can look around at the world and see the folks who have achieved that level of success and money. And uh, we see both sides, right? I mean, we see the folks who are dedicated to giving back. And that's they all say that's where their joy comes from. Then I think on the flip side, you see the people who are continuing to chase that and it doesn't ever satisfy and it doesn't ever fulfill. And so I, you know, there's a clear distinction between 
those two sets of people. And mm-hmm. I think the more you observe and the more you pay attention, uh, you can you can really pull that out and and you can you, you just see it in in those different kinds of people. And so, you know, as as far as practically speaking, you know, um, one of the things I've I've heard Tim Tebow say often is, uh, you know, I want you to be successful to the ever amount that you want to be, but make a difference, make your life be more than trying to chase success. Uh, but how can you make a difference? And, and Joel, I mean, that's saying the same thing that Joel was talking about. And, you know, I think to piggyback off of that section of the episode with Joel, he also later talked about how, and I think toward the end of that radical generosity, if you don't make it a part of your DNA now, then you won't do it later when you have success. And so I I wonder if that's one of the guardrails against that constant chasing of success and money and just more, just more, a little bit more of a dollar figure. The guardrail is how can I give more and more and more and more? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's really good. It's so easy to uh, to think like, well, once I've achieved a certain uh, income or have made it to such and such a level, then I'll be in a position where I can really give back. Yeah, and I think Joel addressed that um, head on. I mean, now they're doing uh, major pro bono projects all over the world. You know, where they're um, going out and, and building schools and you know just investing in, in communities and, and making a huge impact. But it didn't start there. Um, yeah. I mean, Joel was telling the, the first story of you know, he closed his first deal in their new offices in, in Seattle. And as he was driving back, he drove past this um, essentially like food bank. Like or, a soup or, kitchen kind of thing? Or? Yeah. And... Uh, he was just kind of overcome with, wow, I've just achieved this great success and now I have the opportunity to, to give back. And from what I recall, it was uh, what he gave back in that was pretty simple. It was like one shipping container, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, um, it wasn't, uh, necessarily like that there, it didn't make front page news. That's, that's for right. sure. <laughs> you know, it, it probably wasn't mentioned, uh, ever. And there's very nope. few people in the world who know about it, mm-hmm. but it started there with his his first big deal, and just saying that yeah, I'm gonna uh, part of my celebration of this success is going to be to give and just building that habit in early. And I think that that's a really good practice for for all of us is to not um, not put the radical generosity off into some distant future once that. I've made it, yeah. but to just say, no, like I'm going to do whatever I can now and no gesture is too small because it is, it's about cultivating the, the habit. Another piece that he, uh, he talked about in that, which I think, uh, ties together both, um, radical generosity and, um, being employee focused was, um, advice that he got from his mentor about finding a way to be more excited about the wins of others hmm. yeah. than his own wins. Um, and I know I'm just uh, now kicking it over to you, but um, I, uh, I'm curious where, you know, if you've experienced that uh, principle in your own life and kind of what, uh, how that struck you, him talking about, um, celebrating the the wins of others. I, I think that that's great. And, 
you know, being others focused is, it's so essential in a culture today and in a society today that screams it's all about you. Almost all marketing, all commercials are are geared toward, hey, it's what you want, it's what you feel, it's what you need, and we have the solution for you. That's that's what sales is, right? right. And and so I think that we are starving, and I, I this all this all ties back even to the last point that you just made, where um, that that radical generosity and that giving mindset and just being focused on others because there's so many people with incredible needs and so many people hurting or so many people needing a friend or needing help or needing, um, you know, needing some level, something from you. And can you be somebody who's giving oriented? And, you know, Joel shared with us off the camera, we asked him, hey, what are you, what are you doing the rest of the day? Well, he was going to hang out with a friend who had cancer uh, in his 70s yeah. and was getting released from the hospital and Joel was going to spend the day just being with him. So this is a guy running a billion dollar company. He's got tons of responsibilities, took time out of his day to, to do the episode with us and then also turned around and spent the rest of his his day to invest in, in a friend. And so, you know, I think about that and then, you know, coming back to what you're saying here with just just that others focused and celebrating the wins of others. Um, it's just needed so much in this world. And, you know, I have found you're exactly right. I, I think, uh, I don't remember if I read it in a book or maybe was watching something and, and they were talking about, you know, you, you know, when you have an accomplishment, you get super excited, but when you, maybe help your kid ride their bike for the first time and the the joy that's on their face or you help them accomplish something that they've been working hard to accomplish. That joy that comes from seeing their success and seeing it change their day, gosh, that's just so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really, it's that, that principle of it, it's better to give than to receive and, um, and just applied... Um, so unilaterally in, in his life. And it, um, it is interesting cause you think like, well, it's, you know, it is, it's just so incredibly selfless, like giving away so much, uh, financially giving away so much as far as attention and credit to other people. And, um, you almost, you know, think like it, it's so backwards to the, the modern sort of mindset. Yep. And yet, um, one of the things that really just, exuded from Joel though was like this sense of um contentedness like yeah he's he seems to be really happy in what it is that that he's doing mm-hmm. and that um yeah like you said in in celebrating the the successes of others and being able to give um he has found something that is deeply satisfying deeply yep. rewarding and um that's really amazing that's I think what what all of us want. And so, uh, for any listener who's, um, thinking about their entrepreneurial dreams or taking action, uh, on those things, um, that takeaway of, yeah, it's, it's not about you. Don't make it about you. Like you're not going to find that the satisfaction that you want and, um, and it merely being about your success. Um, but it's about, uh, the, 
everybody around you succeeding, about making everybody around you better. Um, I thought was was really good. That's certainly the kind of person that that I want to be. Yeah, and uh, and it's a challenge because it's not how. And, and he was honest about it too. But it's just not. It doesn't come naturally. Like it's it's something that you actually do have to to work at and, mm-hmm. and build that in early. Just like giving, um, building that in early. I think celebrating um, the wins of others, celebrating the the people that are around you. Well, and I, I think that goes back into intentionality. And I think so many of the things that he talked about, they don't just happen. We aren't right. oriented as people to just do those things. We aren't focused. It's super easy to be self-focused. It's super yeah. easy to be focused on our own success. It's super easy uh, to not think imaginatively and just get up and go through the same routine. It's easier to not be focused on being radically generous. Those are all things that you have to be super intentional about. And I think one of the other things that he hit in the episode um, where he wasn't emphasizing, but it was the story of the school and building the school for the folks. Was it Africa? Um, And the ways that they he had said to them, I'm going to build you a school, and they didn't believe him. And the reason they didn't believe him was so many people before him had said exactly the same thing. But intentionally, he said, I'm going to be a man of my word. I'm going to do what I said that I would do. And so intentionally, he he set out to do this, and, and he did it. And I think there's just, there's some nuggets there too. Yeah, absolutely. Just being a a person of your word and um, it's easy to get caught up in a moment emotionally and uh, and in those emotions to feel like oh there's you know there's there's something that I want to do uh, whether it's a display of generosity or even just in in business you know a, a promise that you you make um, and uh, and then once the emotional moment has passed it's really easy to then look back at it and be like, oh, I don't actually know that that makes sense. Or that's going to be a lot harder than it felt like in the moment. And uh, it's easy to come up with, I mean, Joel could have had a million excuses for yep. why he wouldn't go back and build that school. It, it could have been way more challenging than he thought as far as just the, the jurisdictions, you know, yep. could have um, timing could have been off. But yeah, for him to just say, no, I've, I've made a commitment to do this and, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow through. Um, that's the, the kind of habit again, that I want to cultivate myself, the, the kind of person and uh, entrepreneur and business leader that I, I want to be. Yep. Yep. I couldn't agree more. I think with uh, a lot of these things we've hit here today and all of, all of the stuff that we learned from him, it's, I think, man, my probably biggest takeaway is is that daily intentionality. And that's something that's often on my mind, as you know, what are the intentional things I can do today to make a difference? What are the intentional things that I can do to continue to grow? Because obviously, you know, we know where he's at and we know what his company's been able to do, but it's been a journey, right? I mean, it's been years and years. I think he's, he's been at the helm of Anderson for 10 plus years at this point. And yeah. so it, it, it's just that sp- 
that mindset, that focus, and continuing to be intentional in all of those things. So that's probably one of my biggest takeaways. I've loved the episode. I think it's been incredible. What, anything else from you? Yeah, I think my last uh, takeaway is just that um, underneath everything that Joel was saying, there was the undercurrent of David, his dad, yeah. and um, and the huge impact that, um, that David had on Joel in terms of... Um, who he was as a dad, the ways that he uh, was so intentional to invest in yeah. in Joel as far as um, teaching him the, the golden rule, going over that day in and day out, and then just exemplifying what it meant to be uh, generous, what it meant to be a stable hand in, in leadership. Um, and I, I, I know that this is more of a, a business entrepreneurial um, podcast, but I, I think really it just impressed me as a father of that it's like yeah not only um you know did did david joel's dad and, and now joel like building and running a really successful business but um as a father you're also building something within your home and um and it was just really cool to see that uh, everything that anderson is doing seems to be a, an outflow of um, sort of the the health at at home. It makes me excited for Joel's own children. Makes me excited yep. for what the the future of the um, their business is going to look like. And and you just think of like Joel talking about celebrating uh, the the wins of others. You got to think that David is uh, the number one cheerleader <laughs> for everything that, that Joel's got um, going on. Well, and, I've sat down with him many times, and he's very proud of him and what they're what they're doing. So I, yeah, absolutely. It's just a rare thing and, and a, uh, an amazing thing. And so um, having that sort of perspective and, and priorities of that. Um, <laughs> I mean, having a, a billion dollar uh, annual <laughs> revenue business that is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to have that and to have the kind of uh, family bonds and um, the solid relationships that they have, I mean, that you can't put a price on, yeah. on how, how sweet that is um, to have a, a son be able to talk about his dad with so much admiration and, and respect. It's just um, that's what I really hope for. I keep saying it, you know, but yep. is as far as just what I hope for for my own uh, future and and, mm-hmm. and children, and um, so yeah, I mean, just uh, keeping everything in in priority, and just knowing that all right, when your when your priorities are right, when you're investing well in your wife and your kids, um, that's going to also serve your entrepreneurial Absolutely. goals as well. Yep. That's a great word, and I uh, I love sitting down with him. Maybe we'll get another chance at some point to do it, but I uh, hope this episode was beneficial. Again, if you haven't listened to Joel's episode, give it a listen. There's yeah. so much in there, yeah. and uh, you better grab some coffee or tea because it's a nice long episode, but it, yeah. it, it's well worth the listen. So thanks for jumping in with us today, and we'll see you next time. Absolutely. And in the meantime, check out the website, AbundantJourney.net, and sign up for our newsletter. That's to be uh, coming out. There's a link on the, the page. Also, subscribe, like, whatever it is to show that you're here. That goes a long way for us. So I appreciate y'all and we'll be back soon.